Thanks for joining us. This is WTOP reporter Nick Ionelli, and today we're joined by Tom Mungir, a New York State Trooper and the president of the New York State Troopers Police Benevolent Association. Tom, thanks so much for taking the time with us. So you're a current trooper, and when 9-11 happened, you were also a trooper, correct? Uh, that, I uh, uh, rank-and-file trooper, and I was actually assigned to a uh, anti-terrorism detail at the state convention, state-run convention center in New York City, uh, the Jacob Javits Center. So uh, we had been put in there a couple of years prior by then Governor Pataki and, uh, you know, pretty much keep uh, the mob out of there. And uh, that was my detail working there as a uniformed trooper uh, on September 11th, 2001. So tell us about how your day unfolded when you first heard about the attacks and then you were called into work. Explain how your day went from there. Well, we got recalled because I had uh, the afternoon shift. And, uh, you know, again, as we know, that all happened in the morning. Uh, You know, I was like everybody else uh, watching on the television, uh, you know, in disbelief as what was unfolding. And of course, the phone call came that we got recalled uh, back down to the city. And uh, it was just absolutely surreal uh, heading into the city with uh, people walking, you know, covered in dust, uh, walking across the George Washington Bridge, uh, no traffic going in, just coming out. And then just the plume of smoke coming up to where the World Trade Center used to stand. Tom, we know in law enforcement, police officers see bad things, terrible things that the public doesn't see. And many times officers say that they hope the public never has to see some of the things that they deal with on a regular basis. Just the natural work of a police officer, it's a lot different from being a civilian. But still, on a day like that, it still must have been very difficult, even given your experience in law enforcement. Oh, well, it is. Uh, again, you're, uh, as an American citizen, you're, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a police officer or a uh, UPS driver. I think everybody was just couldn't believe that uh, we actually got attacked on our own soil. And, and it was kind of unfolding at that point in time. Like, yeah, this this was not an accident. Uh, you know, after the first plane, maybe, you know, I think uh, we all thought, oh, no, that's a horrible accident. After the second plane and then what unfolded at the Pentagon, uh, yeah, we, you know, uh, sprung in, went back to work. And like any police officer, yeah, yeah we, we, you know, didn't think twice about going down. But your mind is trying to comprehend of, uh, you know, what you were going to see. And when you actually did see uh, the damage that was done, uh, it, it was, you know, again, uh, just awestruck that uh, this could actually happen uh, on our uh, American soil. So you were at ground zero. You were responding to the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Can you tell us more about what you were doing as you were operating there on the scene? Well, there's a lot of things. We uh, were deployed. We had a couple hundred troopers that were deployed within uh, a couple hours down to uh, the island of Manhattan, uh, New York City. They were tied up. So a lot of us were uh, or a lot of troopers were uh, deployed and for uh, traffic control and uh uh, you know, choke points and uh, to keep, uh, you know, people away from uh, downtown. Uh, my job, uh, one of the, um, I guess, uh, headquarters or, uh, you know, rallying sites 
was actually the Javits Center, which was set, you know, kind of set up immediately. And then over uh, the ensuing weeks, it uh, got more concrete. So a lot of what I did was uh, shuttle stuff back and forth from ground zero uh, to the Red Cross, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, we could move through the city a little bit easier uh, than uh, than uh, other people. And, uh, you know, just uh, get, getting things around and, and resources to where they're needed uh, throughout the lower Manhattan. I was going back. I was doing like 16, eight, 18 hour days. So we were going back and forth and shuttling. I actually never stood on that pile. We were down there quite a bit. Uh, the one thing I do remember is uh, in disbelief, trying to get your uh, bearings. And I had been in the, the World Trade Center and, you know, I knew that area. But when you went down there, you're trying to like, you know, because it was just huge piles of rubble and everywhere you went and you're trying to get like, what street is this? Because everything was so out of place with that uh, huge mountain of uh, debris, smoking debris. And uh, the other thing I remember, the windows blown out and uh, the dust. It was uh, probably similar to what our astronauts saw on the moon because we, we walked through this powderly pow- powder uh, all over the, the ground. And every step you took, it was, uh, you know, plumes of uh, dust coming up. Little did we know that, uh, you know, years later that that was probably uh, a death sentence to uh, a lot of cops and firemen and also, you know, private citizens. Uh, I've lost, uh, you know, 20 troopers uh, since that day from 9-11 uh, 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 illnesses. It's something that I hope uh, nobody will ever witness again. It was uh, the, the amount of devastation where... You know, here are these two buildings, they, you know, tallest buildings in the city that were now just a pile of rubble. And you just couldn't believe that this actually happened. And uh, I, I think the one thing that amazed me that you saw this this mountain of rubble and you're like, how would they ever clean this up? And within, you know, by the, the spring of the next year, it, it was pretty much gone. And uh, we did lose uh, one retired trooper. He was working as a uh, security guard in one of the towers and was killed and uh, they found his remains in uh, March of the following year. And I got a call to uh, go down and I I actually drove the New York state trooper car right down the ramp and into uh, the basement of uh, the tower, which was pretty much, uh, you know, all cleaned up by then. And they found his remains and another trooper and I uh, carried his remains uh, in a flag, you know, great uh, stretcher up out of uh, ground zero. So seeing what it looked like on nine 11 and then back in March, how, uh, you know, you know, for the American spirit and, you know, we can do this. Um, you know, it's just absolutely amazing to me that, uh, you know, uh, you know, we move forward, you know, we, we didn't sit there and twiddle our thumbs. Uh, you know, we, we were attacked and we rose to the occasion. The anniversary comes and goes every year, and there is a certain heaviness in the air every time the anniversary does come around. For someone like yourself who was on scene at Ground Zero, what does the anniversary feel like for you? Does it feel distant, or when the anniversary comes, does it feel like it's just yesterday that it happened? Well, for every year, it's, you know, getting a little more distant in the rearview mirror. And uh, uh, as of right now, I think only 10% of my membership of, uh, you know, active troopers right now, or even on the job when, uh, when that happens. So every year that goes by, uh, again, it, it gets more and more in the distant, uh, past and a lot of troopers, 
Um, it's not disrespectful. It's just uh, that, you know, they're a different generation. It's something that they learned when they were in school. It wasn't real to them, such as uh, D-Day or uh, maybe Pearl Harbor was to uh, you and I. And um, uh, I, I, I guess I approach every anniversary kind of a little bit of a sadness because, again, it's I see a lot of people uh, out there. They don't remember what it was actually happened and what the feeling was uh, uh, amongst, uh, I, I think, the, I guess, citizenry of, uh, of this uh, nation. Uh, one thing I do remember, it was that uh, patriotic feeling that so many people had. Uh, if you look back, and one thing I do remember was that crime was, for the immediate aftermath, in a week or so, there was actually hardly any crime whatsoever in New York City. Because even, even the bad guys, the criminals, were taken aback that we got, got attacked. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that was probably a similar feeling back in, uh, you know, 1941 with Pearl Harbor. I can only imagine because, uh, you know, I, I do know what it felt like after 9-11 for that uh, sense of togetherness. And I got to say, I'm a little sad because we don't really have that uh, too much uh, anymore in this country. Yeah, I certainly remember that. Right after 9-11, it felt like the entire country was united, not just united in a feeling of we want to strike back. We want to attack the people who attacked us, but also a feeling of, well, we were all attacked as one nation it really felt like that you you could every day you could feel that and you could see people on the street and you just felt together yes no absolutely and uh, and to try to explain that to somebody that might have been in grade school at the time some of my younger troopers and again uh uh you know it's 21 years ago so some of my troopers were only you know two three four years old when that happened so i, I don't really think they remember uh, you know, what we just uh, discussed. Can you explain some of the lessons that were learned among law enforcement after 9-11? Well, I think uh, we all look at things a little bit differently. And, uh, uh, you know, what might have been even now and somebody innocently taking photographs or something, if it looks a little out of place where, you know, before 9-11, you probably wouldn't, you know, look at it twice. Now I think uh, people a little more and cops are, uh, you know, a little more alert on stuff like that. And they only even, you know, just traveling uh, on the airlines, you know, uh, you know, call that law enforcement with uh, security. You know, things are so many, so different in so many different ways in uh, every aspect of our life. Uh, you know, it's it's ramped up, and uh, you know, it's now a way of life that uh, things are uh, on high alert. No matter what we do, we can't let our guard down. And we often hear that the September 11th terrorist attacks made different law enforcement agencies across the board more connected. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I guess nowadays you take it for granted, but before 9/11, uh, you know, there wasn't as much communication, and I think there is a lot more now on both a you know a local, state, and a federal level. Uh, it's still not perfect. I don't know if it ever will be, but uh, it, it has come uh, light years from what it was 21 years ago. The biggest thing, especially in New York State Police, that we saw what we could do. Uh, they called us, and like I said, uh, we took over the island of Manhattan within a, a couple hours and being deployed. So it's one of those things where uh, nothing's impossible. If if need be, we can uh, respond to anything. And, uh, you know, on, on a... Uh, 
you know, being prepared on an intelligence level, uh, everybody had to up their game, not only the troopers, but, uh, you know, uh, New York City uh, police officers, uh, FBI, CI, everybody. Everybody had to, uh, you know, I, I guess, uh, up their game, if you will, a little bit more. That's the communication. That uh, I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, we, we can't operate uh, on our own on islands. You know, you have to you have to share information. You have to talk to each other. And uh, you know, without that, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's it's it will happen again unless you talk to each other. And I think it would have happened again. I, I do know that uh, there's uh, you know agencies out there, uh, my agency included. Uh, by, uh, you know, communicating, uh, you know, again, local, state and uh, federally that they have thwarted uh, many, many attempts uh, might not have been on the grand scale of, uh, you know, on the 9-11 on that day. But uh, there would have been other terrorist attacks, that's for sure. And I think the law enforcement has r- risen to the occasion in this country and uh, is able to protect uh, the people of this country. Well, Tom, it's really a pleasure to talk to you. It's always a pleasure to speak with someone who's got such an amazing story about that day. As we talked about, the anniversary comes and goes, but it is really important to always hear these stories from people like yourself who were there on the scene and dealt with this chaos and were heroic on that day. So uh, it's a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your service to the country. Tom Mungier, a New York State trooper and the president of the New York State Troopers Police Benevolent Association. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Thank you.